0: We meet tonight, together, throughout the world today, to remember the great sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ. We remember that although he had to die, it was not for no reason, it was for a reason. That reason was to be a ransom paid for the many. That reason was you. It was so that his broken body, his blood shed, could reverse the curse of sin and provide us with a path to life, eternal life with God. As we remember this tonight, I would like to remind you that later we will take the bread and cup together in communion. I hope you're prepared with some juice and bread nearby, but if not, please get that now. I would like to start by reading from 1 Corinthians eleven twenty-three to 29 in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Whoever therefore eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty concerning the body and blood of the Lord. Let a person examine himself then, and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. Why is it Good Friday? What do we remember? today tonight this week we remember Jesus' death upon the cross so that we might have forgiveness of sins by grace a restored relationship with god and hope of an eternal life with him as we look to remember him tonight i want to look to the three crosses of that scene that day the cross of rebellion the cross of repentance the cross of redemption on the day of Christ's crucifixion, what was the differences between the three crosses on that hill? That's the subject we'll be looking to now. Luke gives an account of the scene at the cross. Luke twenty-three thirty-two to 33 says, Two others who were criminals were led away to be put to death with him. And when they came to the place that is called the skull, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. We have three wooden crosses mentioned here. Nearly 2,000 years have passed since that awful day, but one cross stands out, the cross of Jesus, the cross of redemption. You see, crucifixion was an instrument of execution performed by the Roman Empire that was meant to humiliate its subjects. It was meant to be a public spectacle and to warn others of the consequences of breaking the law. It was a horrible death that pierced the hands and feet of its victims. Hours would pass by as their bodies hung on the cross. They would experience great pain, trouble breathing, and would experience an excruciating thirst that tortured them in the dust and heat. All while under the gaze of passers-by, spectators. What a crazy but true thought. There were spectators that day for every part of these scenes. There were three crosses, three wooden crosses, the Cross of Rebellion, the cross of repentance, the cross of redemption. Three men, three crosses, the same death for all three, but how were they different? We might wonder what led the rulers to crucify Jesus with the thieves. Was it just accidental, as some might say? Were there three men condemned at the same time? Did the captain of the garrison think to himself, let's get it out of the way, do all three of them together? Or was crucifying Jesus with common criminals a final act of cruelty thought out by his enemies, which was calculated for shame and humiliation for Jesus even further in front of the crowd. One can imagine them enjoying a joke at the expense of Jesus saying, Crucify him with the thieves. Yes, I like that, with the thieves. Well, we don't know how it came about, but it's clear that there were three crosses on that hill. The crosses were shame and yet the same and very vastly different. Crosses of shame, a cross of rebellion, a cross of repentance, but then the glorious cross of redemption. We start with the cross of rebellion. This is the cross of the man who mocked Jesus, a dying thief, a shameless criminal, hardened in sin. He could see Jesus and hear him pray for his murderers, You might expect that at the time of death, a man might think about spiritual things and getting his soul ready to meet his maker, but not this man. He would continue to live in rebellion. You might think just human decency would cause this man to be quiet when the mother of Jesus was laying at his feet in tears. You would think any decent human being would have some respect, but no, this man still had no remorse and continued to toss insults at Jesus. He mocked Christ the Messiah. When he said, aren't you the Christ? Save yourself and us, Luke 23, 39. His was a cross of rebellion because his was a heart of rebellion. He had the chance even then of receiving forgiveness, but he threw it away. This thief came to his end that day. There were two decisions he could make, accept Jesus in life or reject Jesus and die in his sins. One choice led to eternal life and the other to eternal hell. That thief made his last choice in life and its results would last forever. His was a cross of rebellion. But we all have these same choices. Will we rebel or will we accept the cross of repentance? This is the second cross. It was the cross of repentance. This is the cross of the repentant thief. We don't know anything about him other than the fact that he too was there. Both were being justly punished for crimes. Both were labeled as criminals, thieves, both apparently guilty, and both were deserving death. Maybe this criminal was not as vile as the other. Maybe this explains his personality, his comments. Perhaps his crime was not as grievous as the other criminal. We want to believe that maybe his sin was some small crime. Perhaps he stole food because his family was starving. We do not know the details behind his crime, but there was something very different here. He was able to recognize that Jesus was no common criminal like themselves. Maybe it was something about the way that Jesus conducted himself, which convicted this thief of his own illness, his own sickness, his own sin, his own evil, when contrasted with the righteousness of Jesus. Maybe it was that instead of curses from the lips of Jesus as the soldiers hammered in the nails he heard a prayer of forgiveness for those torturing him. Maybe this man had known of the life of Jesus, followed the life of Jesus. For when the other thief was shouting abuse at Jesus, this fellow tried to restrain him and told him that although they were receiving the just reward of their misdeeds, Jesus had done nothing wrong. The second thief was guilty too, but he feared God. And that was the beginning of his repentance. No one is beyond hope of redemption if they still have some fear of God and seek redemption, a redeeming cross. Faith arose in this soul by the power of the Holy Spirit and he shouted out a plea. In Luke 23, 42, we see this plea. Jesus, he says, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. I can only imagine this man's voice. Christ struggling to get out these words as he, as he hung upon that cross in pain, struggling to breathe in thirst, struggling to get out a voice, a plea at all. But this plea did not fall on deaf ears. The response was immediate, as Jesus said in Luke 23, 43, I tell you the truth, Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise. Wow. The cross of repentance teaches that the way of salvation is wondrously simple. You see, the devil has blinded the eyes of men and women around the world to think that it's hard to be saved, difficult to become a Christian. You must do all of these things. You must pray in just the right way. You must live in just the right way. And yes, these things can be evidences of our faith. We should be changing, being sanctified to be more like Christ. But the truth is, This man was saved simply by asking the Lord to save him, to think of him, to remember him. You see, salvation is awfully simple. We must call out to Jesus as Lord, Savior. Accept him as Lord, Savior. Seek him, seek his forgiveness, and be saved. In the words of his request, there is surely an attitude of repentance as he threw himself on the mercy of Jesus He believed the Lord could and would save him, and he committed himself to the Lord. That's all that's necessary for his salvation, his repentance and faith, and for us as well. Romans 10, 13 says, Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. The cross of repentance reminds us that the worst sinner may still be saved. Let no one think that they're too bad to be saved. One pastor shared a lesson here we can learn from. We can learn from the personal encounter of the dying thief that salvation doesn't depend on religious ceremonies, good deeds, or any contribution from man. This man had no chance to do any good deeds or attend any services. He's hanging on the cross. Though this thief probably never had the opportunity to be baptized, he was saved. Finally, we have the third cross, the most important cross. We remember the cross of redemption. Luke 23, 41 says, This man has done nothing wrong. Why then did Jesus die? Why do we celebrate Good Friday as good? Because it was all for God's plan of redemption. Christ did this for you. Second Corinthians 5, 19 and 21 tells us that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself. Him who knew no sin, God made to be sin on our behalf that we might become the righteousness of God in him. On Good Friday, we remember the cross of Jesus, the redemption cross, the cross of redemption. Jesus says in John 10, 17 and 18, that I lay down my life that I may take it again. I lay it down on my own accord. The death of Jesus was inevitable only because he willed it so. It was as our substitute that he suffered and died. He was our ransom paid so that we might continue to live, so that we might be restored, so that we might be redeemed. The basis for our redemption is his body and his blood. This is glorious news. It is a good Friday. One author states, evil did its worst on Calvary. Wicked hands took and crucified the Lord of life. But where man's rebellion against God reached its limit, the grace of God shined through in all its splendor. The devil tried to make out that the message was Christ defeated, that Christ is dead. But no, that would have been the case if Good Friday was the end of the story. But we know The resurrection followed on Easter Day. He is risen. Easter Day proves that the message of the cross of redemption is that Christ defeated the enemy. Christ is alive. We have a choice then between the cross of rebellion and the cross of repentance. We must look to the cross of redemption and be saved We take the bread and the cup tonight in remembrance of him. Remember that Jesus Christ is Lord. Remember that he is our Lord. He is our Savior. He went to the cross to be a ransom for the many. He paid the price for our sins so that we might be redeemed and have a restored relationship with God. He did all this yet while we were still sinners and even prayed for forgiveness for those who were persecuting him, torturing him, hanging him, killing him for they know not what they do. Christ's body was broken. His blood was spilt for us so that we might have life, so that we might have a new covenant, a new agreement, based not upon our works, but His works, based upon His blood, His body, a restored relationship with God the Father through Jesus and the Holy Spirit within us. Before we take the bread and cup together, I want to pray. Please bow your heads. Thank you, Lord, for Jesus' life, for Jesus' body, for Jesus' blood. Thank you, Lord, for the new covenant based upon not our works, but his, based upon your grace and love. Thank you, Jesus, for going to the cross. Thank you, Jesus, for loving us still. Thank you, Jesus, for saving us, for forgiving us. May we continue to live for you, to die for you each and every single day and look forward to the day that you raise again to come back for us. And it's in your holy and powerful name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, thank you, Jesus. You gave your life for us, your broken body. You shed your blood for us. You took upon yourself the wrath of God and our punishment for sin. And your resurrection would come three days later. And with this, we all have salvation. Thank you, Jesus. We're now going to take communion together here in just a moment. Please prepare.